Jess, should I turn my hobby into a side hustle? Well, you know what they say, all work and no play makes Dan even duller, I guess. Welcome to Police Fests, where we talk about taking all the fun out of life by trading all of our free time and hobbies for money. I'm Dan, and my side hustle is financial planning. That is, until I break in as a full-time podcaster, obviously. I'm Jessica, and my side hustle is complaining about my side hustles. So what's the deal, anyway, with side hustles? <laughs> That's the worst Seinfeld impression I've ever heard, Dan. Nice work. <laughs> I mean, you're just proving that you are seven years older than me, because Seinfeld was off the air when I was born. And apologies to Jess, because it turns out Seinfeld was actually on the air until 1998. So I, too, am old, apparently. Woof. Yes, I'm old. Thank you for reminding me. <sighs> well, so at its most basic definition, a side hustle is work outside of your main job. Okay. So I'll be honest, the term side hustle reminds me of that classy when rich, trashy when poor meme. Having two jobs, trashy when poor, classy when rich. Uh, I remember growing up, there would be literal videos in like maybe middle school or high school about like poor and lower class issues. And it would be highlighted pretty pointedly that people not being able to make ends meet or live a certain quality of life on just one job was a problem. So when did that change? Well, according to Merriam-Webster, the, the term side hustle has been around since like the 1950s. It referred to work both legitimate and illegitimate. Uh, but then around 20 years ago, the term gained a lot more popularity, really blowing up in like 2010. And I remember as a baby adult back in the early aughts, again, yes, I know I'm old, I, I was super into the personal finance box space. I remember voraciously reading lots of articles on living frugally, saving aggressively, picking up small jobs to earn some extra cash. I do things like online surveys for like 50 cents for an hour's worth of work. Uh, I did some catering work and some other side jobs. I'll be honest with you, it helped that I was single, had a basic nine to five job and no children, mind you. It was kind of fun. You know, I was able to save some cash, although not a ton, but very, very quickly I got burned out. I hated my job, hated, hated, hated my job. And I really should have been using that, that time to find a new direction, to find a, just something to get out of the industry that I was in. Uh, which brings me to beef number one with side hustles, which is burnout. Ma'am, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, burn out? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it must be a dialect thing or, or something. Maybe it's an East Coast thing. Uh, no, all jokes aside, I'm pretty sure if I mention again that I've never experienced burnout, you are going to strangle me through Zoom. It's likely. Moving on from the fact that Dan is a complete robot, uh, side hustle culture is both a contributor and a response to burnout. Let's say you're working a full-time job, and then you're going to add five to 10 hours a week on top of this. Maybe more if you're not setting good boundaries. Perhaps you have a particular goal that you want to achieve, and you think, oh, if I just add a few extra hours each week, I'll get to my goal faster. Yeah, sure, that sounds good. But you know, you might be able to pay off your student loans faster. Uh, but you're also fast-tracking yourself to exhaustion. I speak from experience here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that I can actually recognize. So I, I know someone who was a victim of a crypto scam. They fell for it so badly that they actually took out a $40,000 personal loan from their bank at 18% interest and ended up investing that in uh, in crypto that wasn't real. 
uh, it was fraudulent. And so to get out of debt faster, they tried taking on a job driving for Lyft and Uber on top of what was already a 50 or 60 hour a week sales job uh, and ended up burning out so badly that they quit the Lyft and Uber thing, but also almost burned out of their actual job. It was, it was just too much. I mean, the mental burden, the actual exhaustion, quite literally almost ruined their life. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Uh, side hustles often have this escapist slant, like this tech worker started their Airbnb with just $20 and now brings over $100,000 a year. I mean, we've all seen those headlines on some, there's some certain websites that often talk about side hustles. Uh, if you're unhappy with your job, this sounds incredibly appealing. Maybe I can bring in enough money to quit my job. So you start doing something on the side with the hope that it'll lead to something more. But all the while, your main problem is still there. You still hate your job. Yes. Start Airbnb with $20. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yes, entrepreneurship is a classic escape from a bad job. So, you know, it's not surprising that we see those types of headlines and that there's an appeal to that. And that's not to say that starting a business or going independent is an automatic solution. Uh, but I mean, for example, when I started my practice, I was still working at IBM full time up until I started it. As I was preparing to launch, I thought I'd keep working at IBM for stable income and build the practice around it part time until it could be full time. And it was pointed out to me by the regional manager of the firm I was affiliating with to start my practice that in his experience, no one ever succeeded doing it part time. And I'll say as the sole survivor of my cohort of the people who sort of started through that firm at the same time, all of whom went full time, just like I did and jumped into the practice full time. Uh, I can appreciate that the slow transition into a financial planning practice probably wouldn't have worked out. And for a lot of side hustles, it's mostly just a distraction. Right. And I completely agree here. I've had a pretty similar path myself. But just let me say, somehow over the past 10 years or so, we've really confused the term side hustle with entrepreneurship. It, is it just better clickbait? I'm not sure. I mean, probably because, I mean, let's face it, Jess, the algorithm is never wrong. <laughs> but I mean, what about reverse side hustles? You know, these things where entrepreneurs will start a business, but still need some sort of income while they get it off the ground. I mean, I know financial planners who've done everything from waiting tables to doing tax returns. <laughs> I resemble this remark a little bit. What Dan isn't telling you that I was in full meltdown mode last week crying to him as I was trying to balance my planning practice, my tax prep work, and this show, among other things. So <laughs> I'm just going to give everyone the advice that I should be listening to, which is pick something, do it well. If you're trying to launch a business, focus first on making that successful. The sooner you get that off the ground, the better you're going to be. Now, I realize that's not always feasible, and at some point you might need to pick up extra work, but that comes at a cost, whether it's your business growth or your mental health, or honestly, probably both. Uh, Jess, you can sleep when you're dead. I mean, I'm sorry, this, this whole thing about needing work-life balance, uh, uh, this is not the system, right? Because I'm pretty sure it is the American dream, nay, the American way to turn any random idea or passion you have into a capitalist raison d'etre. That's French for working too hard, right? <laughs> uh, that is French for reason to exist. Oh, excuse me. I took Spanish in high school. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Mi amo, don't speak Spanish. Actually, I took Latin. But um, so uh, there is a special. 
Nerd. And Greek in college, by the way. Uh, there is a special place in hell for people who tell people to monetize their hobbies. It, it's tempting, I know. You got a friend that, you know, they just make the best cookies ever, right? And the best compliment that you can think of is, hey, somebody would totally pay for this. Please don't be that person, all right? Like, let somebody just enjoy their hobbies. It's a hobby. You're supposed to spend money on it and not feel guilty about it. More importantly, it's about enjoying things, right? Like, hobbies are not about doing things that you don't enjoy. It's about relaxation and having fun. Do you really want to turn it into work? You know, your example of the cookies is almost the classic case of the pie maker from the book E-Myth Revisited. Ironically, I found some of the most successful businesses out there did start as a passive interest that had such popular demand that it sprung into a business. But I think the key distinction here is that the market is telling the hobbyist to start a business with its demand rather than someone watching some dude bro on YouTube selling courses on how to turn their hobby into a business and then trying to launch their bespoke doily store. (laughs) I need, I need some bespoke doilies. Monogrammed, monogrammed, JG. <laughs> we'll make some, we'll, I'll knit up some uh, fleece, fleece fast for us that have your monogram on them, Dan. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, the fleece fast doilies. Love it. Here's my final beef. Uh, often the headline grabbing side hustles that we see out there, at the end of the day, they're full time jobs, not side hustles, okay? Dan, can you just read this excerpt here from an article recently published about side hustles? Sure. The 34-year-old is primarily an actress, but on the side, she's a travel nanny for billionaires in New York. Often, she works around the clock while abroad, meaning the side gig sometimes supersedes her acting career. But she's compensated more than other caretakers. A 12 to 15 hour per day can net her up to $2,000, she says, which translates to between $133 and $167 per hour. Jess, I'm confused. You're saying a 12 to 15 hour workday paying more than almost every job in the United States isn't a side hustle? I'm confused. Plus, you know, everybody, we all know are billionaires, right? We should be talking to them and picking up that side hustle, taking care of their kids. Just say it. (laughs) Obviously, this is a bit of an extreme example. But as you read through these success stories, you'll start to notice there's a lot of gaps here. I really encourage people to read between the lines. Ask questions like, how much time do you actually think it took to become a successful business? You know, they're talking, you know, once they get to a certain point, maybe they're only spending three to four hours a week on that business, but I can guarantee you it wasn't three or four hours a week to get it to where it's at. The other question to ask is, how much money did it take to start this side, quote unquote, side hustle? You know, let me let me just bring us back to this anecdote for a second, because actually I think it's a really perfect example of the full-time commitment side hustle versus reverse side hustle thing here, right? I mean, Hollywood and the performing arts are famously sexist against women, particularly with regard to their appearance and, and their age. And not to be down on this poor 34-year-old nanny too badly, uh, but I mean, just back to the wisdom of the manager when I started my practice, how badly has this woman sabotaged her own career by missing parts or roles or opportunities, any one of which could have been her big break. I mean, there are famous stories about performers doing side hustles before they got their big break, like Harrison Ford was a carpenter before he got Star Wars and uh, American Graffiti. Uh, But the key detail here is that most side hustles are never supposed to supersede their primary goal or their primary occupation, because theoretically, you should know that one is a lifelong ambition and the other one is just there to help pay some bills. Harrison Ford was in American Graffiti? (laughs) 
I mean, I've never yeah. watched it, so I should I should probably uh, check. That. It was that's that's what got him Star Wars. Oh, okay. I I say I knew the Carpenter story, and obviously Harrison Ford is like the OG. But anyway, all this being said, Dan, uh, and notwithstanding Harrison Ford being the most excellent human on the face of the planet. I'm not totally against side hustles here. Obviously, I've got some myself. So <laughs> they can be really great ways to learn new skills. They could be a stepping stone into a new field, or they can just honestly make you some quick cash if you need it. My beef here is that all these clickbait articles, they're glamorizing side hustles, right? They're, they're saying, oh, I, you can get things done and make lots of money, and it's amazing. You don't really have to work. It's just all very dystopian to me. Uh, according to a recent bank rate survey, Almost 40% of Americans have a side hustle, particularly those under the age of 42, so millennials and under. And one out of three people with a side hustle, they actually need those funds for day-to-day expenses. Not things like, you know, trips, vacations, you know, fun money. They need it for things like paying their bills, paying their rent, paying for their groceries. So this whole glamorization, I just think overlooks the fact that well, maybe this is my inner liberal coming out, but maybe we should start paying people a living wage. Call me crazy. Shocking. <laughs> a truly shocking take here, Jess, uh, that we would expect people to live on the money we pay them. Oh. But, you know, if you want to trade time for money and work yourself to death, try a side hustle. Worst case scenario, you burn out like Jess. <laughs> Fleece Fests is produced by Daniel Yerker and Jessica Gettle. Daniel Yerker is an investment advisor representative of My Wealth Planners, a registered investment advisor in Colorado, and Jessica Gettle is an investment advisor representative of Pavilion Financial Planning, a registered investment advisor in Pennsylvania. Our theme song is Dr. Yes by Yari. Nothing discussed in this podcast is investment advice or any other form of advice, and the podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. If you make investments or other financial decisions because of the podcast, frankly, you weren't listening. hot take question here is stripping your way through college a side hustle okay so college is a full-time job just saying and so stripping so it just depends on which one's your priority but uh yeah i mean just i i ask because i happen to be a phd student and i have some bills to pay <laughs> nobody wants to see that dan nobody wants to see that <laughs>